With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. Need advice? Want to know what a pro would say? Get all the answers you need from professionals in this Fox 4 podcast. Ask the Experts. Welcome to another episode of Ask the Expert on Fox 4. I'm your host, Hannah Guthrie, and today we're going to talk about knees, your bad knees specifically. And my expert today is Dr. Scott Abraham with the St. Joseph Medical Center. And it seems like we're seeing so many people now who have bad knees and they need replacements, full or partial. Is it worse now than it used to be? Um, in some ways it is in that um, our um, population is aging. Our right. baby boomers are, are getting older. And uh, so as, as that patient population gets older, knees and hips are wearing out. And so we're seeing a higher volume of knee replacements and hip replacements. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we're seeing is that patients um, uh, that might have knee uh, arthritis at a, more, at a younger age, say right. in their 50s, mid-50s, um, those patients want to be more active, and so they're uh, wanting to get knees replaced so that they can continue their activities and, and lead an active lifestyle. Does weight have anything to do with it? Absolutely. Weight has uh, a lot to do with knee arthritis. Certainly, the, the more pressure that there is going across the knee joint, it can wear the knee joint out sooner. And so, you know, as, as our society tends to be heavier than it was maybe 30 or 40 years ago, we're seeing more uh, knee and hip arthritis because of that. So can you still get a knee replacement? Even if you are overweight, it'll still work? You can. Uh, the, the, we do um, have some criteria for patients, some that are, that are uh, morbidly obese or, or too heavy, uh, and there's some cutoff values that we use for that. And, right. But um, just because someone is overweight doesn't mean they can't have a knee replacement. Again, the morbidly obese patient, we do have them lose some weight before we would do a knee replacement. So this is called osteoarthritis? Correct. And what exactly does that mean? So osteoarthritis is basically when the the cartilage on the ends of the bones gets worn out. So, uh, you know, if you think of the, uh, think of cartilage that kind of the shiny gristle on the end of a chicken leg or or a chicken wing. And so what happens in a knee or hip joint or any joint for that matter is that that cartilage gets worn down and it gets to where it can be bone rubbing on bone. And so that's really what osteoarthritis is. It's wearing out of that cartilage. Um, and, and, and what that causes is pain. The bone wants to be cushioned, and if there's no cushion there, then that creates pain for the patient. That's what happened to my mom. She had one of her knees replaced, mm-hmm. but she had the bone on bone, and she, she could right. swear she could hear it crunch. Yes. Can you hear it crunch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the patient feels it crunch, and sometimes right. you you can know, hear the, it. the friend or family or physician can hear it crunch, too. So yes. she had the, I think, the whole knee replaced, but do they do partials as well? Right. And then how do you determine what you need? So, yes, so there are full knee replacements. We basically are replacing the entire joint. Uh, And then there are partial knee replacements where we just replace one side of the joint, either, say, the inside, the medial side, or the outside, the lateral side, or underneath the kneecap. And so that determination really is based on a lot of different factors. Uh, Part of that is x-ray. You know, if someone has an x-ray that shows just arthritis on one side of the joint, uh, that patient may be a candidate for a partial knee replacement, but also 
um, at least in my practice, depends on the patient's symptoms. So if they're having isolated pain just on one side and that matches up with the x-ray, then that patient is probably a candidate for a partial. Um, How do you give somebody a half knee? How do, you, well, How do you give them just a half knee? What, I know you brought it. Right, okay, I, brought okay let's look at this. This model is very cool. The first I thought it was a statue. <laughs> uh, like you won some kind of an award. Right. but so. So, this is a, so this is a knee replacement. Right. So uh, basically this is a full knee replacement. And so we resurface the end of the bone. The dark or the black metal is the end of the thigh bone. The shiny metal here is the top of the shin right. bone. And there's plastic in between. So a partial knee is where you just put metal on the end of the bone on this side and this side and plastic in between. Nothing is done that to the alone. outside. Nothing is done under the kneecap. So that's what a partial knee is. Now, you've got something new. You have robots helping you out. Correct. So we, we use a, a system called the Navio uh, robotic system. And uh, what it does um, is it really helps us to put the knee replacement in more accurately and more precisely so that uh, the patient can have a better outcome for their knee replacement. Now, you had told me, I think, earlier that it, you didn't have to use as many CAT scans if you use the robot. Correct. So um, some of the robotic systems out there use a preoperative CT scan or CAT scan or MRI scan. And what's this, wrong with those? Well, I mean, one of Not the issues... Not wrong, but... Right. Well, one of the issues just is exposure to radiation, okay. especially for um, so the systems that may need a, a CT scan. The difference with this system is that we... Uh, basically map out the patient's need during surgery digitally. So we take um, basically points in space with a probe and the computer system maps it out into a three-dimensional picture on a computer screen and then we can determine what sizes uh, we need to use for that patient. We can determine uh, whether we need to take more bone here or there or change the angles uh, to really restore that patient's anatomy. While you're actually in the surgery. While we're in the surgery, correct. Now, is this robot kind of like R2-D2? I mean, it's high I, I kind wish, of vision. <laughs> I wish it was that cool. Um, no, it, it really, um, what it really is is a, um, it's a handheld burr uh, that helps us to cut the bone away, but also it, it's, a, it's a planning tool that helps us to really stop during surgery plan out that patient's, that particular patient's knee so that we have the best, um, the best uh, fit for that patient's knee replacement, the best mechanical axis, the best uh, stability uh, for that knee. Okay. So, so what's the outcome? I mean, doing the Navio versus the old way. Well, uh, what we're hoping to get is better long-term outcomes. Yeah. Um, so um, one of the, the downsides to knee replacement is that um, there's a certain percentage of patients that a year out from surgery aren't very happy with their knee replacement. And sometimes it's very difficult for us as the surgeons to figure out why is that. Um, and oftentimes we, we can't explain why someone still has knee pain after a knee replacement. Up to 20% of people still have knee, knee pain long-term after a knee replacement. So one of the thoughts is... Um, Maybe our standard instruments aren't as precise or accurate okay. as what we think they have been. Right. And so if we can do it better, if we can put it in uh, with better balance, better alignment, um, better fit for that particular patient, then what we hope is we're going to catch that 20% of people who aren't real happy with their knee replacement a year or two afterwards. So Now what about shots, injections? Do you do any of that? We do. So often when someone comes in to see uh, us in the office, we don't just sign everybody up for, right. for surgery. I mean, um, and so we often try conservative things first, um, 
particularly for knees, we try cortisone injections, joint lubricating injections, um, anti-inflammatory medications. There are other conservative options to try before just doing a knee replacement. Now, is there an age cutoff? Not necessarily, um, uh, especially as uh, technology in joint replacement um, has improved. Uh, the metal and the plastic bearing surfaces can last longer. And so um, so the age of knee and hip replacements is getting younger and younger. Mm-hmm. I don't have a particular cutoff. I've certainly done uh, joint replacements in people in their late 30s and 40s and, and, and after. But they just need to come to you, check it out. Well, come and check it out. And we're, we will have a conversation about right. expectations for that joint. I mean, there's a good chance... A 45-year-old that has a knee replacement is probably going to outlive that knee replacement and might need a revision or a redo knee replacement down the road. Down the road. And so that's just something to understand. You know, you're, there's risk that it could wear it's like out. like Botox. Sometimes it's going to wear out. You're going to need sometimes, it again. <laughs> sometimes you will. Yes. So what's the recovery time from a knee replacing? I can't remember with my mom. I was going to say four weeks or I, I forget yeah. what it was. She was up right away walking. Yeah. So it, it depends. A, a partial knee recovery is about six weeks, okay. four to six weeks. A lot of people at their two-week visit with a partial knee are walking in with a cane. It seems like half of my patients are not using a cane at all, even at, right. even at two weeks. Um, a full knee replacement is more about... About three month recovery time, somewhere in that. You can be walking, but you're not going to be totally recovered. Yeah, a a lot of people at that point are are walking independently. They're not using a cane or or walker or anything, but they're they're still kind of working through the rehab and strengthening the muscles and and trying to to get their knee back to normal. Do you ever do both at the same time? Very, very rarely. You couldn't move, right? Well, but you can move. We get people Your up. Your arms could flap. Yeah. <laughs> well, we try to get people up the same day of surgery. If we had to uh-huh. do a morning knee replacement, I want them up that afternoon with physical therapy. We have done both knees at the same time. Um, I typically tell people to 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 not do that. I, right. I don't recommend it. Um, it takes a pretty special person to recover from that. It's a very difficult recovery. You would think it's just twice as hard right. of a recovery, but it actually is harder than twice as hard. It's 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 a tough tough recovery, and so we we have done it in the right patient. Um, most people probably aren't candidates right. for that, but it can be done. Now, do you recommend swimming after? I'm trying to think of something that's not load bearing as far as the therapy afterwards. Right. So, therapy afterwards. Um, Yes, yeah, swimming is a good thing to do, especially after the incision is healed. Um, but even long term, there's no restrictions for patients with a knee replacement. I let them do whatever they kind of want to do. I, I don't want them running marathons or but, pogo um, jumping right. on a pogo stick. That would but not be good. Walking is fine. Ellipticals yeah. are fine. Bicycle. I have patients who who ride bikes, and I've had have some patients who snow ski. I mean, there there are things that that you can yeah. do with a knee replacement that maybe couldn't do 30 years ago when they were kind of first coming out. Well, for those who have more questions, how can they contact you? What's your website? Uh, so our website is uh, www.apexorthokc.com. Apexorthokc.com. Correct. Okay. And our, um, if you wanted to call and get an appointment, um, our number is 913 913-642-0200. I bet you're going to get some calls. Hopefully so. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming in, Doctor. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Join us next time for another episode of Ask the Expert on Fox 4.